0: Welcome and welcome to the Rare Disease Cell and Gene Therapy Weekly Roundup. I'm your host, Joanna Fernandes. Every week, we at Partners for Access discuss the major news developments impacting the rare disease industry and what they mean for you. This week, we are very happy to announce our one-year anniversary and would like to take the opportunity to thank all our listeners across the globe. Later in this episode, we will hear from our producer, Aparna Krishnan, who is one of the key contributors to the success of this show. She will take us through the journey so far, as well as her take on where the show is heading next. As for our weekly news update, we hear from Christina Pochen about the latest gene therapy news with Zolgensma's recent FDA approval.
1: The U.S. FDA approved Novartis Zolgensma, a one-time gene therapy for the treatment of spinal muscular atrophy, or SMA, in pediatric patients less than two years of age with mutations in the SMN1 gene. Novartis inherited the drug following its acquisition of Avexis last year and also disclosed a price of the drug at 2.1 million U.S. dollars. This makes the drug the most expensive drug in the world. The debate in the healthcare community is now of course firmly in the area of price and access. The company had said that it would provide rebates to insurance companies if the drug is not successful, though it did not offer details about what would be considered a failure. Novartis said it will also set up a five-year payment plan for states, small insurance firms and self-insured employers. According to smanewstoday.com, and despite showing excitement for the drug, in the US-based rare disease advocacy group Nord has said, and I quote, but we are deeply concerned about the price of this product, both from the perspective of the individual patient and the healthcare system overall. We need to ensure that all patients can benefit from this life-saving treatment regardless of their income or insurance status. In our previous episode, P4A's Joanna Fernandez made a comprehensive assessment of Zolgensma, noting that the Institute for Clinical and Economic Research, or ISA, reviewed the drug, determining that Zolgensma should cost no more than nine hundred thousand, based on their cost-effectiveness threshold of hundred fifty thousand per quality-adjusted life year gained. On May 24th, ISA updated its assessment following additional data from ongoing trials and the launch price of 1.2 million US dollars. ISA concluded that Avexis would have to charge between 1.1 and 1.9 million US dollars per treatment to reach cost effectiveness thresholds of 100 to 150,000 US dollars per quality adjusted life year gained. In order to reach the alternative thresholds of 100 to 150,000 per life year gained, a value-based price benchmark for Zogensma would be between 1.2 million and 2.1 million US dollars. Zogensma got further support from ISIS president Steve Pearson, who said, and I quote, "Insurers were going to cover Zogensma no matter the price. And Novartis has spoken publicly about considering prices that approach 5 million US dollars. It's a positive outcome for patients and the entire health system that Novartis instead chose to price Zolgensma at a level that more fairly aligns with the benefits for these children and their families. Despite the vote of confidence from ISA, there's still a lot of uncertainty whether Zolgensma will be paid for by insurance companies in the US. Also, the black box warning on the label acknowledges the potential for serious risk associated with acute serious liver injury, necessitating complex patient monitoring post-treatment. In terms of the competitive environment, current rival Biogen Spinraza is unlikely to see severe dent in sales following the Zolgensma approval.
0: Now for our producer, Aparna Krishnan, on our podcasting journey so far. The weekly roundup show has hit its first anniversary What
2: a momentous occasion. I mean, this is indeed a big milestone for the show and for Partners for Access. Last year at this time, we started the show with just a team of three as part of P4A's outreach initiatives. At the time, there was no podcast that um, that included a weekly analysis of news developments that specifically looked at the rare disease world. The intent was to create a show that that would not limit itself to catering to just one stakeholder but also uh, be a potential information source to other stakeholders as well, Uh, primarily patients, payers and uh, even clinicians. But over time, we branched out to include guest speakers, which proved popular. And um, after a while, we also recorded live from orphan drug conferences uh, attended by P4A. So looking back at some of the memorable episodes that we've done over the past 12 months, I can remember of two or three that were particularly interesting. One was the inspiring uh, Andrei Shaliko for Selectus, uh, who was a pioneer of, of CAR T therapy. Also, Scott Doffman from Odelia Therapeutics, a non-profit with a very unique business model which sought to boost research and development in gene therapy. And uh, who can forget the first guest speaker that we had on the show, Matthew Harold from Pfizer, who uh, took us through his research findings, reviewing national policies for rare diseases in the context of uh, key patient needs. And during these 12 months, in terms of news developments, the industry has evolved with new cell and gene therapies coming to launch, uh, making issues uh, related to their payments as uh, just as one of the most important uh, contentious and most um, debated topics across not only the US but also the EU. I very much suspect that it will continue to be debated over the next 12 months. It's been a fantastic journey throughout and it wouldn't have been possible without the unflinching support of analysts and consultants of PFRE, But most importantly, you, the listeners who have tuned in every week to listen to us uh, so much so that we currently have close to 10,000 all-time downloads. And it's that support that will keep us
0: going for the next 12 months. And that's it for this week. For more news and analysis, do visit our website, www.partnersforaccess.com. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review. We welcome your feedback. Thanks for tuning in over the last year. We hope you continue to do so. See you next week.